0: Hi, and welcome to Forget the Numbers, the Student Accounting Show, the occasionally educational podcast that proves you're not alone in your accounting journey, even when it feels like it. Uh, hi, my name is Alan Lynch, I'm the head of education for Learn Signal, and today we've got Kate is back, she missed last week's podcast.
1: Hi, everyone, I'm Kate from Marketing.
0: And Connor is here as well. Hi, I'm Connor, I
2: work also on the education team.
0: So in the last few weeks we've kind of thrown lots of stuff at you about exams and you're working really hard and you're going to boot camp and we've had webinar week and we're giving you all of that information. So for the next couple of weeks, we're going to concentrate on some of the softer side or softer skills of you doing your exams. And today, I guess we're going to share a little bit of our experiences about work-life balance, because we know there's lots of you listening out there who are thinking, oh, well, um, I have to get up in the morning, go to work, I have to come home, I have to study, I have to eat, I have to meet my friends, I have to sometimes like me, I had kids, everything. So there's all that. Questions are in your head: Is how do I fit all the time in? Um, and we're going to have a little bit chat about that today and talk about our experiences. So I'll throw it over to Connor, who's most recently experienced the joy of passing professional accounting exams and living through it. And, and he'll yeah, talk I, to you.
2: I probably still have pretty fresh in the memory the um, the kind of relentlessness of trying to study, being working, trying to keep your commitments to um, your family, friends, sports, and everything. And it, it is a it can get quite overwhelming at times. Um so it is really important just to, to try keep keep your routines and keep the things you enjoy within your routines and don't let one aspect of of your routine kind of get get ahead of you so with the study don't let that become your sole focus don't let that overwhelm you um it's really important to keep doing the things that you enjoy your exercise your sport and that will actually have a positive impact on everything else so it'll you know, it'll help your mood when you're with your friends and family, it'll really help your study. And I always found that coming back from exercising or coming back from something else, it meant you're a lot more productive with your study. So I think that's one really important aspect of it. It's trying to keep those things that you enjoy within your routine. And then obviously you need to balance that with trying to get through the work, get through your study.
0: And I presume that you're sitting here as part of Learn Signal uh, education team that you think it's worth it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good answer. I, I think always when you're in the midst of it and, um, you know, it might seem like a very long road or you're, you're kind of looking a long way down the line to when the exam is, it can seem overwhelming, as I said. But I think once you can break it down, you kind of break it down into your schedule for how you're going to approach it. It can become a lot more manageable. And yeah, I would certainly say when you get there, when you achieve what you're trying to achieve, it, it certainly all feels worthwhile. And then you look back on it and you think, oh, it was actually fine even if at the time it doesn't seem that way.
1: Kate,
0: any of your experience you'd like to share?
1: Um, I think, actually, Alan, you said it to me previously in terms of um planning ahead. So I think that if you went into to kind of where you work or you went into a library to study or at home and you didn't have a plan, I think it would be pretty... Uneffective, and then elements of your other aspects of your life, such as exercise, personal life gets kind of blurred. So even day to day at work, I would plan the night before what I want to achieve the next day, write a general list. I really like lists Um, or sometimes if you're traveling, if you're walking into work, if you're commuting, have just a moment to yourself on what you want to achieve. Otherwise, you're kind of going in a bit blind and you're just kind of fighting fire all day as opposed to working out what you want to achieve the same way with the study schedule. So each week, you know, we would recommend planning out what you want to study and that's why boot camp is great. But I think if you plan out your week in terms of this is what I'm doing Monday right through to Sunday, have your relaxing time in there, have the people that you want to meet, have your exercise. Again, exercise, kind of said, is great to focus your brain and plan that out. Then you can kind of, balance, balance it all. And don't just have a day that you think, right, I'm just going to study all day and not have those other elements because those other elements will keep your focus. Exercise will keep your focus. Meeting the people that that's important to you will keep your focus Um, and it, it will allow you not take over. It will allow the study not take over your life. And that way you can kind of get a bit of balance and you can kind of stay motivated and not let it get on top of you.
0: I think the planning, and both of you have mentioned planning and building a routine. I think study has to become part of your routine because most of our students out there are not doing um, just one exam. This is not a one-off professional exam that you just come in do an exam and get a certificate. It's a number of sittings. It takes over your life for a year, two years, three years, if not longer. And I think that building that routine and accepting that in the same way as people go to work in the morning, in the same way as they bring their kids to school in the morning, that studying is just part of their daily routine and it shouldn't be looked on as this big ugly monster mm. creeping up in you and you're kind of, oh, I have to study. Um, it's just part of what you do on a daily basis. And I think um, we had one of our students last year who was nominated for a, an award um she was always like she had three kids. Um she was working in her husband's company, she was looking after her mother's accounts as well mm-hmm. and she just used to get up seven o'clock every morning. There used to be an hour, an hour and a half between when she got up and everybody else got up. And that's that's what she did yeah. study. But she did it every day or yeah. five or six days a week. And she did really well in exams because she just accepted that she had to alter her routine. She couldn't say, well, I'm giving up my kids to study. She couldn't give up her job to study. So she just found a way that it worked for her. And I think it's important that everybody finds a way to make it work because otherwise you just get stressed yeah it's not working and then you end up doing 16 hour study on a saturday and it just doesn't work
2: yeah and i think the other important thing is you don't want to burn out and we see a lot of people and they think right i i maybe haven't done enough so far so they're starting to do you know, seven, eight hours a day and they're staying up and they're not getting enough sleep and they're just focusing on that. And by the time they get to the exams, their brain's fried. You can't you can't work and can't think under those um, circumstances. So it's all about breaking it down into a kind of manageable routine. And you know, you still have to you're not going to be able to to do the exams on no sleep. You're not going to do it if you're not keeping your normal eating habits, different things. So you have to build all that into your routine because the last thing you want is the the kind of day, two days before your exam that you just feel completely fried, you can't mm-hmm. think, you're exhausted. You want to be going into that as fresh as possible, as well prepared as possible.
0: And I think a lot of people, when they go into exams, they, they think that, oh, it didn't work out for me. I read the paper. I didn't understand the word. And sometimes and they put it down to, oh, I panic in exams. But I'm not, it's not necessarily about panic and sometimes not about preparation. It's the fact that your exam has just come at a time when your body is saying, no more, I'm yeah. not, I can't do this without sleeping, without not eating properly. I can't be inside all day long pretending mm-hmm. to study because your brain can only take up so much information. Yeah. And when it gets to that big peak where everything is coming down to this three hours, the stress and the strain and the panic that leads up to that, I think by the time you get into it, sometimes exam, what people put down as like exam nerves or exam stress is that. And that's, they're very stressful times. But I think it's added to because your body's just saying, I can't take anymore. Mm. That's why you're not reading the question properly. That's why you're panicking. That's why you're running out of time. It's why you're not calm. Yeah. Um, and it's so the people who kind of have an exam at 10 o'clock in the morning and don't sleep for the two days beforehand because they're studying and you're not really, mm. that's not exam preparation. Even if, you're a last minute person even if you haven't done study and you're panicking near the end it's you you have to put yourself in the best situation possible for doing the exam yeah. and that's not always about studying as much as you can beforehand it's about like if a if a, we, we use a lot of sports analogies here but um, if a sprinter doesn't um train for a few days before a race um and then the day before the race, they're ready. They don't const- they don't try and sprint as much as they can. They try and put themselves in, a, in the best possible situation. And instead of sprinting lots, it's generally they're sitting back and they're resting and they're eating properly mm. and giving themselves yeah. the best chance mm. of doing the best job they can yeah. on the
2: day. You don't make some drastic last minute improvement that kind of night before. You're not going to have some enlightening moment for it. it all comes together. It's all about consistency leading up to it, practice leading up to it. And I think, like, they're long exams. That's the other thing. Even at your freshest, when you come out of a three-hour, fifteen-minute exam, you're going to be tired towards the end of that exam. You're certainly going to, you know, be be feeling it. If you're writing, you feel it in your hand. <clears throat> so it's all about being as prepared as you can, as fresh as you can, going into that.
1: I think eating as well is a really important part of. Of that kind of organization. And I think that sometimes we take that for granted. I, I remember when I'd started, um, doing a night course, um, in digital marketing when I first started, uh, working in Dublin. And it was something I cut out. So I'd work for, do my day's work and there was a kind of a lot of work. So I would, I would leave the office with only the amount of time to run across town to go and attend this digital marketing course. And I would be running across town and I'd be buying like a sugary bar to keep my energy levels up running into the class. And I think if, if you know, I just finished work a little bit earlier, had a bit of time to eat, I would have been going in with such a different focus and a different state of mind. Um, and that's even why I, I quite, you know, like, well, love the idea of learning signal because we do cut out that Crazy commute, you know, you're you're running across to kind of that makes you a little bit um, out of sort when you go into learning. So I think kind of planning and eating and sleeping is is really part of it not not just about not just about the amount of time you're studying. It's the kind of self care as well.
0: I think that's really important, mm. and it is, it is about kind of the energy you put in is the reward you get, and it is sleeping, eating, working, and that it's not going to get rid of stress. Nobody's going to get rid of, Mm. I'm somebody who kind of doesn't mind doing exams, I would say. Um, But it's still, you still kind of get that little bit nervous in the few minutes Mm. leading up to it. You still look at the paper and every, I don't think there's an exam that I've ever got into that I've looked at the paper and thought, I don't know any answers. (laughs) And then five minutes later, oh, maybe I know one or two. And two minutes later, oh, I know three or four. And it is, and it is about getting yourself over that, Panic an exam, but if you haven 't slept for two days if you 're not yeah. eating properly, if you 're extremely stressed or feeling under pressure you 're not going to be able to calm yourself yeah. down're just that, that stress is just going to get worse and worse, yeah. and you 're just going to end up um, regretting the whole thing because I think the, and we i 've mentioned it before in other other podcasts, um, you have to be really selfish when you 're doing your ACCA exams as you can be you can 't be one hundred percent selfish because everybody has different commitments. But you have to put yourself first sometimes. Mm. And and people say, oh, my friends won't be my friends afterwards. Well, then they're not real friends, so yeah. don't worry about it. It is a case of saying, well, is this what you want? Is this your career? And yes, you might annoy your boss every now and then by saying, I have to go and study. I have to. Well, why did you take extra lunch? Because there was a lecture and learn signal that wasn't finished yet. Mm. I have to finish the lecture because that was my routine today. And yes, in the short term, you might annoy people. But you, if you're better than doing that than keeping everybody happy yeah. and never getting your ACCA exams and then regretting it and then regretting yeah, it, yeah,
1: absolutely.
2: Yeah, I think it's about, as you said, just being a little selfish with your time and really just prioritizing what you're really looking to get out in in the um, in the kind of next couple of months. So, like, if if your main focus is those exams, you have to be a bit selfish with your time to make sure you're doing everything you can for those exams. Obviously, you still need your, you know, some people will be working, people have other commitments. So it's just about within your week, prioritizing different things, but making sure that the most important stuff, you're finding time for that so that you're not putting yourself in that position we talked about where you're really stressed coming into the exam because you think I could have done so much more. I shouldn't have gone to certain things, so I could have studied. So you'll feel a lot calmer if you're before that exam thinking, I'm really happy with how I've prepared for this, what I've done before. And that's how you go in with a clear head. And you're not worried about regretting it or, or things going wrong on the day.
0: I think as a as a, I suppose, a final comment on all of this is that um, it's not too late. People say, oh, I haven't, I should have studied like this in mm-hmm. 12 weeks ago. Yes, you should have. Or 10 weeks ago or six weeks ago. But you are where you are today. You can still make changes now. You can still get yourself into routine for the last few weeks leading up to the March exams, you can still start eating better, you can still start studying better, you can still tell your boss no. There's still times because even if it would have been better if you'd done it before you're still being better if you do something now, if you try and change something now so it's never too late to change your routine, it's never too late to give yourself and maybe that might be the difference between that 49 and 50 this isn't about getting 79 or 85 or into the 90s that one little bit of sleep, that that extra bit of energy that you have in the last 10 minutes of an exam that you remember that final point might be the difference between getting 49 in, in an ACCA exam and getting 50, so never too late to change Um, create routine in your life listen to what the two clever people with me today have said (laughs) to you Um, and all the best with your study and we'll see you next time